Welcome to the Rat Tribe Podcast. I'm joined here with David and Afi. How's it going, guys? Uh, oh, good. So we're in our new premises. Yes. Yes. It's uh, looking very fancy and yeah. nice. Um, obviously, we did our pilot episodes. Um, all five of them. All five of them. <laughs> Tests. Yeah. Yeah. We thank everyone that's been on, including Luco, who's doing the sound for us uh, today. Thanks, Luco. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> and obviously, the guests that we had on as well. Really appreciate it. Um, led us to this lovely little moment that we're in. Yeah. Yes. So we have learned a lot. It's been hard work. Obviously, during COVID, we've been doing the whole remote session thing, mm. and that's been crap boring well it proves that the internet isn't actually as good as everyone's making out really it's i think a lot of people have been getting sick of the fact that it's all the time you yeah get bombarded yeah. with it all. do you want to be on a zoom call do you want to be on a zoom call yeah do you want to be on a zoom call and then you're like trying to talk and you're like hey and then the other guy's like, it's like it's like some sort of and then there's like fest. there's like 20 minutes of is Dorothy on, yeah? <laughs> it is, I think you feel like a pensioner. Like, I feel old doing them Zoom yeah. calls. Like, yeah. I don't know, it's, it's like technology just isn't that good yet. Mm. Soon yeah. will be, where it'll be like having a live conversation. And it is to a point, but it's still them little niggly. No. It depends how we use it, really. Yeah. That's yeah. old technology. I think it's misused or not used to its potential. Yeah, mm. true. Just like humans themselves. Well, at least we've got this yeah. lovely new room and we've actually got. Um, Space downstairs for live music as well. So we'll be having creative people on, yes. not just musicians. We'll poets. be having poets on, yeah. um, YouTubers, and all that sort of thing. Yeah. So we Douche can actually bags. exactly. So, so we can do little skits. There's something going on YouTube <laughs> as well eventually. You've got a nice drunk man. You want to bring on? I do have a nice yes, drunk man. Yes. Um, That's his creative talent, just being drunk. Yes, getting he's, people angry. He's, so. He slept with a dead cat the other night. Not sexually. I don't know why he did it. Yeah. He had a dead cat. In his I don't bed. know which is better. Why would he slap around his pussy? <laughs> Who knows? He's moved from Ecclesfield. Yes. I went for a drink with him um, in Accrington last year, and uh, he threatened to headbutt everyone in the pub. You can't. And he's tiny. He's skinny. The man. The man. Not the oh, cat. Not the cat. <laughs> <laughs> like a vicious cat. He's just going he, down he the pub. He kept going red. He kept going red. Everyone going. You want a You want a butt then? You want a butt? They're like, no. <laughs> I just had this vision of your cat at home waiting for you. Where the fuck is it? <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, yeah, like so, your baby. Yeah. What have you done for me lately? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I had to power bomb him. Oh, yes. And then uh, he passed out. I put him in a taxi and that was it. Yeah. But yeah, it's very interesting, guys. So we'll be having interesting people like that, which is brilliant because there's plenty of interesting people in our local Surprisingly. Area. Surprisingly. Yeah. All mental. Like, nobody yes. in this room. But no, no, that's it. <laughs> well, we've actually got an acclaimed artist, yes. David Caffrey here. Yes. We've got a video editor and drummer of The Working Man. Yes. And we've got me. Yeah. yeah. The <laughs> Working Man. Bold man. Exactly. Yes. And, AKA uh, drunk guy. Yeah, yeah, so. AKA, um, not group, who's the other one? The bald lad. Groove. Groove. I still called that last night. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. Have you ever had an Alexis sale? Yes. Yeah. I said that in the, in the band. You got Mike Patton on that. Mike Patton, even though. Like, not that I look like him. No. That I, or I have any you don't take it as a compliment, though. I hate it. You should. No, he's a very good singer. I don't give a fuck. Not interested. That's don't like that. Why do you hate being called Mike Patton so much? I hate being compared. Oh. Oh. You don't want to be pigeonholed. Don't want to be anything old. <laughs> so what's everyone, well, <laughs> what's everyone been up to this week? Oh my god, I've been painting like a motherfucker. Yeah, you have. I think we're going to put some new paintings in the show notes actually because I, I think they're absolutely fucking fantastic. Um, I don't Thanks. know anything about art, but they are 
but I, I don't know about art. I like a nice landscape. Yeah. That's what I get. This, no, but this is what it comes back to when I was saying before. What is the point sometimes when people are doing these creative projects? See so many people putting things on Facebook. Made this today. Right. So. So. <laughs> it's nice, don't get me wrong, but why? I, I know why I do it. Yeah. Um, when I was little, um, I was in a very communicative yeah. <laughs> I was a very communicative, so I kind of drew yeah, all yeah. the time, and then I found out I was dyslexic, and then oh. that's how I communicate, really. Yeah. I'm, I'm this now, I've grown up and I can't. Yeah. <laughs> but you've actually been around the world as well doing it as well, do you want to talk a bit about that? No. No. <laughs> yeah, um, you have been to America and stuff. And, uh, yeah, I went to New York. So. The art scene there's a bit too cliquey, mm. so like uh, unless you're in with somebody or whatever. And then when I went to Los Angeles, they were just starting out um, their art scene, so now it's like booming mm. because they're trying to compete, I guess, or not compete, but put a, a alternative to New York. So I was in there as it was building, mm. and now there's mega art galleries there, like massive ones. They built one called the Broad, it's, you have to actually book to go there. Right. I've never actually been to America, but is it is it as batshit crazy as I think it is? No different than here. Is it not? Oh wow. I mean, it's really weird. People over there are so nice and there's still a sense of community, right. you know, and uh, there's tons of racism, there's tons of, uh, mm. Uh, nutcases, you know, they've got an obese problem. I don't know, it's like, it's a, it's, I think it's a different flavour of mental, isn't it, over there? It's just a, I, I, I think the people are different. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're similar, but they're different. And I think it's like, us at school, you just like, hung around and you just talk to these guys and talk to these guys. Yeah. So over there, it's all like, and it's getting a bit like that here now, but it's all like, you're a jock. Mm. So you stay in that jock lane. Yeah. You're a... Uh, nerd, nerd. Yeah. stay in that nerd lane, you're this, you're that, and it's like from an early age they get pigeonholed, and then in those pigeonholes they're all fighting for being recognised in some way, whether it's corporately or sports or whatever, and it seems to carry on, this competitiveness all the time. And I think by doing that, you lose things like irony and, mm. you know. Well, that's what Britain's quite good for as well, yeah. sarcasm and irony. And it's, <laughs> Stephen Fry said it best. He says the difference between American comedy and English comedy, or British com comedy, sorry, uh, is the fact that if you take something like Animal House, and you've got John Belushi go, coming in down the stairs yeah. in a toga and he's like, toga, toga, and everybody's cheering him yeah, on. And yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, you go, guy. <laughs> and then he comes downstairs and he's, every, he's, he's gonna win, you see. Yeah, That's the main the thing, the underdog is gonna win, yeah. and he wins. Yeah. Coming down the stairs, he'll grab a guitar and smash it against the railings. British people are the guy whose guitar got smashed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the donor notes, yeah. that sort of thing. The real downtrodden. Yeah. Who won't win? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only thing I take, took away from, I, I, I've only been to Florida, I've only went for free. God, that is the capital of the craziest. Yeah. Oh, I've been there too. I, went, I went for three, three weeks um, and it was on Universal Drive, so it was touristy as fuck. Yeah, yeah. But the only thing I took away from America was the food is 10 times better. Is like, I can understand why people are fat. 
I just thought it was the portion size that was bigger. I didn't that, and it's, t- it's tastier to me. Oh, Much well, tastier. I think it's variety as well. Right, yeah. It's like you've got this melting pot. In in uh, Los Angeles and you know where I, I've been, it's um, you can get any type of food you want. Like you can have Ethiopian food, you can have yeah. Tibetan food. You Do you know what I had for three weeks? Go on. Steak. You can get steak. <laughs> oh, <I had laughs> every day. I don't know why that's so you, it just is so you. I had it every day and I went to IHOP. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the best steak I've ever had in my life. I don't know I why. Heard, yeah, I knew I've you were going to do that. I've heard bad things. I knew, yeah, I knew. And I thought to myself, this is like a McDonald's, this, isn't it? It's not a restaurant. This is from McDonald's. Right. Literally every diarrhea joke I've ever heard is that I is have it? involved in it. I, swear so. to, I got these steaks and I had blueberry pancakes after. Yeah. I could have died that, that day. Yeah. It was the best meal I have ever had in my life. It was absolutely Do you reckon stunning. you'd be a big lad? If Massive. I'd be fucking oh, yeah. huge, yeah. mate. Honestly, I'd be like a bus. I, I was like that. When I first started going, yeah. I'm like, oh my god, everything, and it's cheap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and stuff that's got ban here, like, you know, from a kid, they took all the E numbers oh, and shit out. Yeah, there. yeah. You can still get it there. Yeah. I think, like, Lucky Charms has got, yeah, like, yeah, like, thousands. Six colors of this it. stuff for a cake. It's like a, a, a colouring, and she's got it, and she's looked on things, she can't use it, because it's, it's yeah. called a merry. America, well, I can't know. Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah. yeah, it's like, you can't use it. it's illegal. Yeah, yeah. It's illegal. You can use it, but you can't sell it yeah. oh, okay. with yeah. it in. Wait a minute, what? You can use it, but you can't. You can use it in your cakes yeah. for yourself. Oh, you can't, but you oh, can't okay. sell it. Right. So, where did she get it from? I don't know, internet. Ah, okay. Chinese. The only other thing I've noticed from America as well is the only two points, because I, I loved it. I absolutely loved um, Florida. The only thing that scared me was every time I saw the telephone post it was full of missing posters oh, and i'm yeah. not just saying one or two it oh, was yeah. fucking full yeah like yeah. top to bottom wow. it's like last boys yeah exactly yeah. like last boys yeah it's kids lord and lord of kids, kids. kids. Wow. not, not like just thousands also yeah. any guns no any... no action no 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 action that is that is i guess the misconceptions that people just walking out with guns sticking yeah, out no, it's it's just, news, is yeah. it not <laughs> <laughs> i got loads of friends they've got guns really? yeah. <laughs> i mean the people that i talk to as well Everyone in America, for me, is an actor. It, that, in that in that bit I went to, oh, in that yeah, touristy yeah. bit, it hey, was like, you could just be on telly. Yeah. The bus woman, she was like, hey guys, how you doing? Yeah. Jump out the bus. I'm like, in, in England, like, you don't have any fucking jokes, fuck that off. Just, <laughs> no, yeah, that is just, yeah, yeah. They are, they are yeah, really nice. Cheaper and cheaper yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not all of them, but yeah. 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 A lot of them. Yeah. But in England, it's like, fuck off, man. Yeah. yeah. Fucking brick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are quite, yeah. Where have you been? I've not been, I've not travelled that much, you know. Really? I've not, no. The, the, the furthest I've gone is Bangkok, that's it. Oh, yeah, and, you did. Uh, I've been to like um, Singapore and Kuala Lumpur. Oh, so yeah, good prostitute. Yeah, I've got, <laughs> I, I've got um, the worst thing that happened, my, me and my brother went to Bangkok and my brother wanted to go to the strip club that was in um, the Hangover film, Hangover Part 3 or whatever. I, I don't know which one it is. No, but there's this, like, there's this strip club where it was in the film and he really wanted to go to that strip club. So he, we just, this, this guy on the street just picked us up. He's, he's just walking past and they think, he, my brother was drunk at the time and usually he's quite clear headed and he knows like what not to do. Because he was a bit drunk, uh, he kind of just listened to this guy. One of the things you never do is never listen to anybody who comes up to you on the street in Thailand because they're just trying to fucking sell you shit. So this guy, he's like, oh, what do you want? Do you want ladies? Do you want lady boys? Do you want this? And we're like, no, no, we just want this strip club. He's like, yeah, come, come follow me, follow me. So then uh, we go, he takes us to this strip club. It wasn't the one that we wanted to go to, but we just thought, fuck it, we'll just say you're anywhere else for here. Turned out it was a ping pong show. Oh. So 
we walked in the door. As soon as we walked in, the the lady owner of the place just hands us two ping pong bats. <laughs> she sits us down. <laughs> And then we sat, there's like a big stage in front of us uh, and there's a couple of women there getting the ping pong balls in the pussies, squirting them out and we had to like hit them back in there. So we did that. that. was a sequel to Fonchville. <laughs> so we had like 10 balls we hit back in there and we sat there. Did you get any back? Uh, yeah, we got, I think I actually hit one of them in the face, which is pretty bad. So uh, we did that and then as we were about to leave, she was like, no, 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 you've got to pay for the ping pong thing. We didn't even realise. Uh, so I was like, no, you've got to pay. And I don't know how much it was. It was something extortionate, like 60, 70 quid or something. Yeah. Uh, and my brother didn't have any cash on him at the time. So uh, sh- what they had to do was hold me as collateral. Oh my God. Whilst my brother had to go and find an ATM machine to pay. <laughs> so I was literally sat in this seedy fucking strip club in Thailand on my own like, oh, oh shit. Oh my God. I was like, <laughs> So that was a pretty interesting experience, but yeah, other than that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've not really much. No. More interesting than what I've done. Enough for a laugh. Yeah. 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 You know, someone sent me a video once, and it was some sort of sex show, and it was um, a stormtrooper on a Segway, and then Princess Leia on a Segway, and he's just bumming her, and it's going. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> That's in time with the song. Yeah, it was really strange. <laughs> I don't know where it were, it was some weird country, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know who I don't have a clue, I don't have a clue. It's a dream you had. Yeah. yeah. So, um, tell us a bit about yourself, Afi. We've not really delved into that. We've talked about David. What sort of stuff have you done? You've done your drumming. So, t- yeah, how did so you start off with that? Like, where'd that stuff come starting from? Starting off drumming, it was kind of an accident. I was in music class in school. And I, I don't know what I was doing, but I got kicked out of the music class because I was being a bit naughty, which is not, actually not usual for me. I'm not really a naughty guy. Yeah, so, oh. But I was doing some of it. Uh, it, was, it was the teacher who permanently had an erection. Do you remember that guy? Of I'm not going to say his name. Of course I remember him. Do you remember him? Do you, honestly, don't remember him. <laughs> We had this music teacher, I'm not going to say his name, but he constantly had an erection. Or either that or he just had a very big penis. Mr. P. Mr. H. Oh, no. So anyway, uh, so I got kicked out of his class and I heard another music room, somebody was playing the drums, one of my friends, Sam G. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and I just walked in, I thought, oh, that's interesting, just teach me one beat. So he, t- he taught me, reluctantly, he didn't want to teach me first, but he taught me one beat and then I would just come in after school every day and just play that one beat every single, every single day. And then eventually I just kind of taught myself, just doing that for about a year. And then after that, my friends learned their own instruments, yeah, like guitar, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then, I don't know, like, how we formed our first band. I remember, this is going to sound so pathetic, Yeah. I remember talking to Chris Greenwood yeah. during a test, it might have been year nine, Yeah. And he, and he said to me something about, you needed a singer or something, or they're looking, you're looking for a singer. Probably, yeah. And, and I turned around, I started singing. <laughs> I started singing the Bon Jovi song to him. Right. <laughs> oh my God. Did you so imagine it. What? Did you get him into this? All different. Different. <laughs> this is all different. So we're in this massive yeah. hall. Oh, can you give us a rendition? Can you give us a rendition? Another shout. Oh. And I turn around and I'm like, I can't remember oh what song. I think it was always. I wish I was there. Like, why did I do that? Yeah. And he's like, okay. That's <laughs> what Chris is like. Probably thinking, what a dickhead. <laughs> so then, yeah, it was me, you, and two other guys. We started. Essentially, all we did for, throughout high school was spread out chili pepper cuts. That's all. That's, that's all, all I did. listened to for years. Yeah. Yeah. But same, yeah. That's, yeah. So that's all we did throughout high school. That was pretty much the beginning of the working man. Yeah. Uh, then I stopped drumming for like ten years. And <clears throat> yeah, but you were still shit up. Like, there's not a lot of there's a lot of drummers around here when I think 
they've probably been practicing for years and yeah. you just sort of don't I think, give a shit don't, never owned a drum kit until no. I've sort of won I think the found, that foundation of playing every single day at school was really because most drummers they only play it once or twice a week mm. when they go to practice but I had the chance to play every single day at school which is why I think it is really important to have like arts in school yeah it is it's, it's, have you seen that young girl that's been talking to Dave Grohl I don't know she's like seven or something and she's learning all these instruments and yeah. I think she messaged Dave Grohl or something and they were like let's make a song and she's like been playing for Dave Grohl yeah. like recording for Dave Grohl so yeah she's like eight or something and her dad obviously fucking like whoa yeah. massive Nirvana picture on the wall and stuff absolutely loves it and she's talking nice to Dave man in rock music aren't they he is yeah. Nice. Yeah. is he yeah. have you met him yeah I, w- I was in um, I can't remember where I was it we, me and my friend had just gone to get breakfast and she wanted to go into a, a clothing shop that had just opened a bit further down we went in there and he was there with his daughter and he was talking about a concert that I went to oh, in right. Edinburgh uh, to the the person at the counter what concert were it? it was Nine Inch Nails oh, right. uh, Foo Fighters it was like a festival in Edinburgh right and I'd seen him before walking down <laughs> Cockburn Street uh, but obviously, I didn't. You're not going to go. Hey, Dave. Yeah, I'd be a dick, man. I'd be like, "Here's a fucking autograph, come." Yeah, you nice come. Paid for, paid for your fucking albums, you fucking lovely bastard. <laughs> so we're like, "That's Dave Grohl." I'm like, "No, <laughs> it is." Wow. Actually, to be honest, actually, I do that as well. I've seen, I've not seen very famous people, mm. but I, I never go up to them because I, if I was a famous person, I'd hate people coming up to me. Uh, well, I okay. pretended that I didn't know him. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Like I didn't know who he was, so I started like he was. I was trying to get past, and his little girl was like moving really Excuse slowly. Me. Like, and I go beep beep, <laughs> <laughs> and he picks her up. He starts laughing. He's like, so we started talking, and uh, my niece was like uh, six at the time, and his daughter was like two. And we just started talking about that, really, not music or anything, really? just talking about... And then every time he goes past in his car, it just beats. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you've met quite a few like famous people. I suppose you would do being in LA, like... like most of them. <laughs> have you met any? Not, not really, no. The most famous person I've met, I guess, is one of the guys at a Goodness Gracious Me. Do you remember that show? That is a bunch of Asian comedians. Yeah, Kiss My Chuddies. Yeah, Kiss yeah, my yeah, 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 I remember yeah. that, yeah. Uh, Where did you meet In Nando's in Manchester. Oh, really? Yeah. But that's, that's not really met any famous people otherwise. I think I've, I've met people, but I've never been that bothered about that. I've yeah, same, them. yeah. I met Jared Leto. Oh, um, he's a con, isn't he? Yeah, after, well, we went to watch, <laughs> we went to watch his band for a second to Mars. This was before Joker and all this lot, yeah. when he had his emo hairdo. And I had a mohawk at the time. Mm. And we went and they st- used to stay behind, like he walked through crowds and shit and all yeah. that. Um, but he stayed behind to sign autographs and shit. So we went up and I said, You signed me head. Because <laughs> I'm a dick. Yeah. <laughs> you signed me head. Uh, I don't know why, I didn't do anything weird. No. I just washed it. Yeah. He had gloves on. Jared Leto's. He did? Uh, that, don't want to touch them. No, it made me feel a bit annoyed that. And then I met Kerry King at a Slayer at uh, Birmingham NEC. That's cool. Yeah. Is it not? I, don't, I just don't really give a shit. I don't. I, I think I just don't care. I've not listened to them, so I don't care. Oh, really? There's, there's people if, I'd really like to meet. I think, yeah, I think if I ran into someone I actually cared about, it'd be different, but I don't yeah, think I've like, ever met anyone that I'm I'd be like a little girl, me, if I fucking met, like, Till Lindemann or someone. I'd just yeah. be like, ooh! Think <laughs> <laughs> up in your big arms! <laughs> I think I'm more interested in the people behind the scenes, like, cinematographers, yeah, yeah. directors and stuff like that. Those are the ones, to me, are my heroes. Mm-hmm. David Lynch, 
Yeah. All that kind of jazz. I'd love to have met Akira Kurosawa, but it's like... Who's that? Oh, you don't know. Anime. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to be the anime man. No, no, no. no. I thought, no it's, no. Um, he was, he was such an influence on most modern cinema. Oh. Like uh, Sergio Leone oh, yeah, copied yeah. him for oh. like uh, a fistful of dollars and yeah, yeah. all this kind of lot. Are you uh, a fan of westerns? Oh, I, I, certain westerns. Right, yeah. <laughs> Same here actually. My, my grandma watches all of them. Mm. Like every weekend we used to go, there'd be a western on. Mm. I think my favourite ones were uh, Geronimo yeah, and what's the other one? Tombstone or um, Gunfight at OK Corral. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think they're the only ones I've probably got into. I like Clint Eastwood ones. Yeah, they're great. But again, you know, it's uh, Kurosawa, and he influenced Star Wars. One of Kurosawa's films, uh, Hidden Fortress, is Star Wars. Oh, and Star Wars is very derivative, though, isn't it? it like literally. Yeah, but it, uh, it, it, <laughs> I think it was uh, Oliver Stone and uh, Sp- uh, Spielberg and Lucas were real simpy around. Uh, Akira Kurosawa so oh, like they funded yeah. one of his films um, Ran right. which was one of his last films and it was in colour all his previous ones were like in black and white it was the first colour so it went all out you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was based on King Lear but Samurai right. and uh, then there's all these pictures all over the internet of um, like George Lucas showing it Akira Kurosawa uh, an Atat look look what I mean it's like Look, Daddy. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Very nice. Well, very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on fridge. <laughs> oh, right, that's interesting, that. Because, yeah, I read something like, um, when I was a kid, I didn't really think about it. Obviously, now it makes sense, like the Stormtroopers, like sort of SS and all that yeah. sort of thing. Is what they take a lot of um, stuff out of like, history as well, then, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. I mean, it was the hero's journey, wasn't it? It's Star Wars, yeah. that's essentially it. Just, mm. just but but it, even the cutscenes are exactly the same as Hidden Fortress. Oh, right. It starts off with two samurais, a short guy and a laptop didn't he, guy. Didn't he rip off the song as well, the theme song for Star Wars as well? Yeah, that was ripped well, off as well. That from... was from Holst. Yes. Um, when he did the... <coughs> why are you not so much about Star Wars? <laughs> I, don't why, yeah. I don't know how we got into this. <laughs> <laughs> when when he, he started, he, he did like cuts of the film before he got all the orchestra and all the sound, pew pew sounds and everything on. So it, it like, I think there was like eight cuts before he actually got somebody else to cut the film yeah. because it moved too slowly and there were like scenes that didn't make sense or right. it was just boring. And um, But the music he used over the top of the doors before everything was Hulse Planet Suite. Oh right, yes. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Darth Vader's body just recently died, didn't it? Did he? Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Green Cross Cord, and yeah. he was in Clockwork Orange as yeah, well. Yeah, he was a nice guy as well. Yeah. I think I remember watching a documentary on it. He was very sour about how it went because they basically just fucked him off, um, Darth Vader. Did they think, did he think he was going to use his own voice in the film? Is that why? And then they got. Well, they ah. said his voice wouldn't suit it, didn't they? Could well, if, if you look at these original cuts, which are on YouTube, he is like talking through the mask, but it's. Oh, get you, Princess oh, Leia! Yes. <laughs> oh, well, stop it! Yeah. Should have kept that. That would be miles better. Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> You're a disgrace to the rebels. Luke, I am your father. <laughs> we should go back and redub. Yeah. West Country. But it was more like. Luke, I am your father. So get off my story, destroyer! <laughs> Go on, bugger off! <laughs> Stop messing with my shape. <laughs> but yeah, um, a bit on myself as well. Like I've done um, 
like sort of putting gigs on um, in Blackburn and that. Only bits and pieces, and I, f- I fell into that by accident because I was working at a music shop that I can't name for legal reasons. And um, I was putting them on all over town and stuff like that, and obviously putting bands on and that. And I think that's where sort of the working man was born. Mm. That's made from two stories actually. Um, there was one story. Um, there was a guy called Tempest Livesey who was from Blackburn. Good name. Tempest Good name. And he used to walk into pubs and say, my name's Tempest Livesey and I'm the oldest man in Blackburn. Sounds and like then he'd get knocked the fuck out. <laughs> Swamp punch. And I thought, that is a brilliant story. Sounds like a, like a 90s metal band, doesn't it? It Tempest does, Tempest Livesey. And the other, the other story is, I went into Blackburn Mall, um, not Mall, the market, and I went in, and some guy was just walking around going, they call me the working man. And that's all he said. And I thought, so I've got these two brain damaged people. <laughs> Put them together, and here I am. Yeah. So that's where that all. Um, I think it's from. brilliant though, because it, it's not really, it's not your general music go to it, because the music was tight. Yeah. First start. Yeah. So I, when I when I first saw you, it was uh, King George's Hall, and Darren was taking photographs. Oh, with UK subs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He says, "Come and look at these guys." I'm like, <laughs> and all the times like. <laughs> That's what everyone says. Like, oh, it's like, oh, they're really strange things. Oh, yeah. You, you want to get right up to the front? That's what he was like. Yeah, yeah. like oh, shit. <laughs> and then I watched that. I'm like, this is great. It's performance art. Yeah. It goes beyond music. It's it's an experience. I don't even know how it happened. I think we were, we were playing right at the beginning. I don't even think you were in the band at the beginning. No, were we had some. We were playing covers. We were playing Smiths covers, and like, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, that's like Big, Big Bad John, didn't it? That's where it started from. Well, the story how it started. Like, I, I was in this music shop, and I'm playing guitar, and I'm working, and I'm playing guitar, and um, Richard Blankensop, who was the Red Rose Red Rose Rambler, we're very secretive about that. He is, he is, and um, he started playing this like riff. And, I, and I'm like, right, I'll write some lyrics for a laugh. Because I found this Christmas out, we were on Christmas time, and I pulled it right over my fucking head. And we were looking at this book, you've heard Big Bad John by Leroy Brown. Yeah. yeah. Uh, have you heard that song? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, right, Big Bad John, but we'll make him. Because it was all in the papers about paedophilia all the time. And I thought, right, we'll write a song about what everyone hates, because that's people yeah. get a reaction out of it. So I thought, right, walking down the stairs on Christmas Day, looking at your kids in the bath. And it's like, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, and then, like that sort of went away, and then I think we got you and Chris in then. Uh, I think Christmas first, and I came a bit after, like a year after. Yeah, it? and then we played our first gig. I drank four <laughs> bottles of wine. Oh god, I almost quit after my first gig. Did I? It was the one I got kicked down the stairs. It wasn't. No, it was, it was after that. So I'd done two gigs. First one, I drank three bottles of wine, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he had to open himself after that. Yeah, and I and I smashed three microphones, kicked a monitor downstairs. And then got thrown down the stairs. That will force. Did you not, did you not throw a woman as well? Throw a woman over the bar. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So this is like proper origins of working man yeah. sort of thing. Do you yeah. think some of it comes out of nerves as well? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, for the longest time, they they always used to say to me like, "Why are you so weird before gigs?" I'm like, "I don't know. I'm just really. I, I, I want to go. I want to go." Yeah. But it is nerves. Yeah. And I always thought it's not. Can't be nerves. I'm not nervous. But it is. I'm shitting it. Mm. I think I, I've seen it before yeah. uh, so I'm thinking he's gone it's overboard because nerves. of that yeah because <laughs> obviously the drinking I'm obviously drinking yeah. for a reason aren't I so I don't drink anymore when we do gigs because yeah. um, 
Our first, yeah, our, that was my first gig, my first experience with Jamie was when he had, was it three? No, was it, was it four bottles of Chris, I don't know. Chris had to start taking yes, the wine off me and drinking yeah, it because he got that drunk. As a result, Chris got drunk. <laughs> At this stage, it was just me, you so, and Chris, it was so, just three of us. So when David's saying, oh, it was tight, and you <laughs> yeah. so you, can imagine, you can imagine me with a very drunk singer and all we had was a bass player, that's all we had. Yeah. And he was also drunk because of you, because he had to steal your alcohol. Yeah, and then midway through the gig, I got and my we, cousin. To we were headlining, so it was obviously, yeah. we were the last ones on. So he got very drunk by the end of that, and uh, it was just—it was the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. I was so embarrassed. Halfway through the gig, I got my cousin to go to the kebab shop. I put a kebab <laughs> on a stool, and I said, "This next song is featuring Nicki Minaj." <laughs> <laughs> and I put a microphone next to it. I don't know where I'll go, and I think I did it again because I, so, I yeah. forgot that I'd done the joke. Yeah. <laughs> like, and um, <laughs> I was this close to quitting, but no, I still stayed. And. I was, I, was like, I was like, you have to, you, you cannot drink anymore, yeah, otherwise yeah. I'm going to quit this band. So yeah. unfortunately... But we had some good times though, didn't we? We did, yeah, we did. Even yeah. though that was... We've had some bad times. Mm. What was the worst times? My least favourite gig was the, one we, the first time we went to Leeds. Yes. And um, we drove all the way to Leeds. They charged, because they were charging, weren't they? Yeah, like, they were charging on the door. They were charging we were on the door, it's like, we're... In Leeds. Oh, never this is there. the first time we'd ever left Lancashire. <sighs> Um, nobody knew who we were in Leeds, in, in all of Yorkshire, nobody knew who we were and they were charging five quid to, to see us, like who the hell is going to pay five quid to see a band you never heard of? So they were like, we went all the way to Leeds, there's only like two people there watching, no, about three or four people yeah, watching. not much. One of the people watching, was this when he jumped up on stage, was that the next second? Yeah, and Alex so, launched him off the yeah, stage. Yeah, so one of them got drunk, Threw it. came up on stage, picked up one of my spare drum kits and started hitting like my cymbals and stuff. Uh, and obviously it was it was distracting the keyboard player, so he, yeah. bear in mind our keyboard player is dressed as a baby. Oh, he's, oh, yeah. he's, and he's like eighteen. <laughs> he's like eighteen years, and he's like and he's not skinny. a big guy, is he? He's, he's, he's quite like, strong, but he's not. He's, yeah, he's, 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 not. he's, he's compact. Yes. He's like five yeah. foot tall, compact. But he just grabs this guy, rips him off the stage. But he threw him. That's what him Off the stage. He was so drunk, so he we just were, flew. We were playing the song, and then as soon as we stop hearing the song, all you hear is his like girlfriend screaming. <laughs> Because she was screaming the whole song, obviously we couldn't hear it until we stopped playing the song and then she's this woman wailing her eyes out. Um, Did you kill him? <laughs> Do you remember when he really killed that old man? No. Oh! Wigan? He fucking shoulder barged this old man, dressed as the wolf, and the guy went, oh. and we went, oh fuck, I'd probably clip that to fuck, but seriously, <laughs> it, it, I thought it was dead, because the guy was down, and, I've, and I fucking threw Chris Inigan. I had him on my shoulders and I threw him and he landed and on his head. You had five and he went down. Yeah, he had five lunches and broke his ankle. <laughs> so it's a quite a physical. And you stood on our, our second keyboard player's throat and uh, you uh, power, power bombed him through a, a painting table. Or something yeah, like, and he yeah. cut his arm open. Yeah, it is a physical thing. It's I think physical the music show. is physical. It's, it makes me feel physical. Yeah, it makes me feel strong. So the thought is it dream. <laughs> I think I've got him power bombing. Eh? <laughs> two two videos have been power bombing. Yeah, and we got the wolf crowd surfing and all sorts yeah, of oh, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But we have had some really funny times. We've had some good times. We've had some, yeah. Definitely. What was your favourite gig? Favourite gig, oh, it might have been the Blues Fest, the first time we did the Blues Fest, where there was like hundreds of people. I had a bad gig. Or maybe the Battle of, maybe, yeah, you had a bad time that time, didn't you? I was sat in Carlos into Classical FM. Yeah. Going a bit mad. This is like the, the, the biggest gig we had at the time. It was like, the whole venue was absolutely packed out. We'd never played to that many people before. And it was just really good vibes, I thought. Yeah. Just, the, just the, the, the Battle of the Bands itself, because that gig, we won the Battle of the Bands. Was that our first Battle of the Bands that we won? Because we won two or three of them. We won two and lost the been, ferret one. Oh yeah, it might have been the, the first one that we won. So it was just that feeling of validation was quite nice. Yeah, because for the longest time, we just had people saying, don't get it. 
Yeah. Right. yeah. This is shit, why are you dressed up? Well, it was, either, it was the extreme, it was either people who were proper, absolutely fucking fanatic about it, yeah, and people are just like, what is this There's shit? no one in the middle, is no, there? Really. It's either people fucking, like, take offence big time yeah. to it, or yeah. people, like... There was one gig we played in Morecambe, where we, it, was, it, was a, it was a punk gig, and so we thought these people, like, you know... They were open minded. Yeah, <laughs> open minded, anti establishment, this, that. We oh, thought they'd no. love it. We started playing, they just started turning around and fucked off. Didn't even give a and fuck. It was hot as well. It was a hot, it was, yeah. Oh, shit. It was just one of, that was, that was a bad one. That was really I bad. I can one. understand it though, because it is a lot to take in. <clears throat> yeah. It's like that other band, the, the Cake one, what's it called? It was like, they're, they're like older people and they. they Mrs. Cakehead. Mrs. Cakehead. Oh, I've heard that name. Oh, yeah, they're bonkers as well. Right. But. I'm watching it, I'm thinking, this is great, like they're all out of tune and you know, like they, but it doesn't matter. What it said to me was that's a reflection of society. Yeah. It's like they're mocking society. But like for music, most people listen to the radio and if it isn't yeah. in tune, if you're not the best singer in the world, yeah. then it's dog shit to them. Yeah. Which is, that's what you're battling with pretty much constantly. If you play music that's of any other sort of genre and you're playing to a general person, you know, like that doesn't really listen to music other than Ed Sheeran y sort of stuff. I, it's a battle. Do you, do you think it's strange though that, like, I was talking to my dad the other day, and we're both into jazz as well, and uh, jazz is so complex. I'm also into opera and things like that, and I'm like, how can it go from something like this, beautiful, says everything, uh, perfectly formed, and informed but in a perfect way as well to well that's pussies yeah <laughs> and it, it, i'm wondering if it's because every time since like from what i understand the first teenagers were like the late 50s early 60s hmm. i'm wondering if it's because they've always aimed at the younger market from then on to to go oh we can sell records at this level because kids buy records mm -hmm. And it's never. And each time a new generation comes on, it's lowered and it yeah. keeps going like that. And all those that move up and the taste mature, nothing's ever aimed at them. Mm. So it's always going to stay immature. Yeah, I think a lot of it's obviously down to music, uh, to money as well, because they're going for safe bets all the time. I think Frank Zappa said um, back in the sixties, you used to have like old blokes that were in charge of these like oh, yeah. music companies and they were like fuck it we'll take a chance on anything we don't know what we're doing and then you get these really obscure bands that you know, and people you know resonate to it and enjoy it and then they think oh we'll get someone young in yeah. to, to find out what people like and then they get these people and then the younger people they're picking safer stuff mm. it's like and there's the other problem Trent Reznor pointed out which is Say like you've got Interscope, and Interscope is an independent label and they've got Sonic Youth on there, they've got Nine Inch Nails on there and things like that. And then they get taken over by another corporation and the people that take over kind of know about music and, and they'll go, right, okay, we'll take a chance but that seems a bit risky. And then the, another corporation, say like Warner Brothers or something come in, there's an executive who's not into music, he'll say, Okay, that's popular. Sonic Youth's popular. Get me ten more bands like Sonic yeah, Youth, yeah, yeah. and then Sonic Youth kind of gets faded yeah, out. Yeah, it's it, it is a struggle. Like <clears throat> we were never interested in any shit like that anyway. Really, we were always just like, let's just play and really wind just people up. As well. Yeah, it, it was a sort of we wanted a reaction all the time. Every song we write is like need a reaction, yeah. need a thing. You know what I mean? Because me writing songs about my own life would be boring as fuck. Mm. I do not have an interest in life. Yeah, you know, we definitely geared it towards the performance rather than the actual music itself. Yeah, because the music we made, in all honesty, I probably wouldn't listen to that music yeah, myself. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, 
but we kind of geared it more towards making a performance. It was a live show. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but that's what popped into my head first straight away. Apart from, I thought the band was tight. It had like essence of Frank Zappa. Yeah. In yeah. It. yeah. Uh, I thought it's performance art. Yeah, mm. we're not we're not, not a recording band. This is no. not a not. gig per se. It's I'm watching a show because mm. like a thousand people might come to to watch us live, but like one of them might buy the album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. yeah. But so it's weird, like you say, it goes back to that. Like we'd be selling albums, and someone would give me twenty quid. I'm like, it's only five quid, mate. It's like, yeah, but I liked it that much. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck are you on about? Like, take it back. I, I felt a gun. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no. He's like, no. And I said, well, have a few then. <laughs> I'm shit. That's it. Yeah. Like, well, I think. I think. <clears throat> like, we, we sold more merch than CDs. Like t-shirts. Yeah. People always wanted to buy t-shirts. Yeah. So I think that's we'll... something we need to focus on yeah. in the future. Having the cost that. The character, yeah, yeah, yeah. like having. So next sex time, we're, we're not going to record music next time. We're just going to sell merch. That's it. <laughs> no, but you, when you record, you can maybe do two things: is one, the music itself, and that's the recording stuff. You do it straight, or you have essences, or put different bits in that yeah. work as an audio, mm. and then the performance is the performance. Yeah. It's like a it's just, all out thing. It's just a thing to get people to listen and to know the song, I guess, yeah. and all that sort of but thing. But I, I think that's where, you know, like it has to be immersive now mm. because people just <coughs> demand so much. Yeah. Like they'll go to, they'll pay like 100 quid to go and see a big band and they've got holograms and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That's something I'd love to, you know, if we yeah. had lots of money, like come out as the pig and just loads of piglets running past Yeah, exactly. With hats on and little jackets, <laughs> police jacket. Just shit like that. Oh I'd love that. Just pig shit all over the stage <laughs> and me throwing metal on it and all that. <laughs> Rolling a minute, mopping it with his head. They're just missing a trick, you know. I'd have so yeah. much fun and we're just. Have you been watching any films? <laughs> <laughs>
Any films? Uh, any week? films? I watched recently, I rewatched, I should say, um, quite a terrible film called The Megalodon. No, no, it was The Meg, sorry. The Meg with Is Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Statham. Jason Statham. animal. I watched... <laughs> I love his films though. <laughs> I it's like that. a guilty pleasure. Yeah. I watched that in the cinema, in Preston Cinema, where they had the nice reclining seats mm. in that one. And I, that's what, I remember the seats more than the actual film itself. <laughs> but um, there's only one line I remember of that film where they're like, oh my god, it's a giant shark. And he's like, it's a megalodon. <laughs> and it's like, why would you come to that conclusion? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's a big shark. Oh yeah, it's a megalodon. Yeah, it's, 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 it's got a shark. It's, yeah. a, it's a megalodon, well, It's actually. been dead for a thousand years, but yeah, big shark, megalodon. It sounds like the Facebook comments. Yeah. It's like, it's a big shark. Uh, actually. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Stupid, <laughs> it's a megalodon. Yeah. So, so you've rewatched it. Yeah, I went to my brother's house recently and he um, got a, one of the fire sticks, Amazon fire sticks, and he's like, I'll put a movie on. And to put that on, and I was like, oh god. But I watched it. Nothing else? No, that's just that, just the Megalodon, just the Meg. Where you watch the films? Not ones that you might be interested in, loads of black and white obscure. I like black and white, I like black and white. Okay, I watched... Don't matter if you're black and white. (laughs) I've been re-watching, because my artwork's gone a bit weird and avant-garde. My dad's got this, like, box set of avant-garde 1920s to 40s uh, cinema. And some of them are long, some of them are short. Like Sean Cocteau's on there, oh, yeah. things like that. Is it the one with the, with the moon? That is that the first one that was ever made, or, or the, the like giant robot or something? The moon. There's, there's one with like a really. Oh weird no! Face no, uh, yeah, 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 no, no. no, 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 no that's, the, that's even earlier. That's, is it? That's special pumpkins thing. Yeah, no, it, it, it's um, Journey to the Moon. Oh yeah, and uh, it's. It's uh, something like that. That's some pretty bizarre. 1919. Like yeah. uh, I like that imagery. Yeah. It's really. I can't. Oh, it's like, style. It sounds yeah. a bit like Blackpool to me. Do you know what I've got the in Blackpool? It's like still olden days. Yeah. 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 I, I'm just no, it's, a gr- it's, it's great though. I mean, uh. special effects. Mm. To say that the, the, he had like a greenhouse. Right. Um, Millet. Millet. However you Probably pronounce Millet, it. Yeah. Uh, the, it just churn films out <clears throat> and it moves sets like but it's the sets that are interesting mm-hmm. they're just so beautifully painted and yeah. the production for that time yeah like, like yeah. say with special effects having to make everything themselves and then you see, then you see you jump only a tiny bit and then you see metropolis mm-hmm. and they've built these sets yeah. and you're like fucking hell yeah. <laughs> i think the other film i watched i don't think it was this week it might be the week before it was um, it's something I can't think of the title. Um, it's basically how the dictionary was made, right? And it's got Mel Gibson in it, and he's this Scottish bloke. He likes playing Scottish people, doesn't he? He's, he's pretty decent, though. Yeah, Scottish accent yeah, is bad. Pretty good, I say. For an American. <laughs> and, um, For a Jew-hating American. <laughs> I wasn't impressed in Braveheart with his accent. No, you don't know. Must have been pretty decent. <laughs> you see the BT van. If you, there's, there's there's look, if you look at the, one of the scenes when they're battling, there's a BT man driving oh, along. Nice. But yeah, it's about the English dictionary and um, Sean Penn's in it. And Sean Penn, um, he thinks someone's after him. So he comes out of his house and he sees this guy walking and he thinks, oh, it must be him. So he chases him, shoots him, kills him. Guy dies on his doorstep. This is based on a true story, apparently. Um, wow. and, his, and his wife's in the house with her four kids or five kids. This is the English dictionary. English dictionary. How old is this? Like, like 1600s or something? Or what is yeah, this? yeah. Fucking hell, that's 1700s. 1700s. Yeah. And, um, and, he, and he dies. So he gets committed, yeah. uh, prison or whatever, a mental institution. And then he's a doctor himself. So he's like sending the guy um, bits for the dictionary because they're having to find every single word, obviously, in the world. I, I don't know why I sat through it. <laughs> 
I'd, I'd sit through it because I saw Blackout to do the same thing. But, yeah. And, and they send, the guy sends the manuscript to the prince. Right. And they destroy it. So they spend the rest of the time trying to rewrite the dictionary. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you pitch a film about, to, to like a movie theatre about? Yeah, I'm going to make a film about writing I'll show the dictionary. You. <laughs> I'll show you. Exactly. Okay. Good segue. Okay. Right. Got three films. These are the movies of my mind. Oh, uh, <laughs> <Well>, yeah. <laughs> so I've got three films. Um, two are real, and one I is... already know. It's the one with the dick in it. That's your film. <laughs> Dictionary. Dictionary. <laughs> None of that's why you're actually. None of got a dick in it. Oh, okay. Maybe you could sort of squeeze a dick in it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you could. Maybe you couldn't. Are you ready? Speaking from experience, yeah. Actually, there is a dick in the dictionary. Yeah, there is. Yeah, well, there will be. Yeah. And yeah. 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 All sorts of dicks, yeah, yeah. songs. No, that's the encyclopedia. <laughs> Film number one. Yes. Rabid grannies. Ooh. Two elderly sisters invite their wonderful nieces and nephews to a dinner party in celebration of the sisters' upcoming birthdays. The one nephew who is not invited is the ostracised mm. black sheep of the family whose devil-worshipping activities have resulted in him being removed from their sister's inheritance. The rest of the guests are merely putting in time. They are actually only waiting for their aunts to die, leaving them amply endowed via their respective inheritances. Unfortunately for all but the ants, the nephew sends a party gift that turns the scene into a frolic of the macabre. 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 Uh, it's funny how I'm putting frolic and macabre next yeah. to each other. Yeah, okay. It's like That's dancing contrast. on graves, delicately. <laughs> and ruins the party. What was, what was it called again? What's the title? Rabid Grannies. Rabid Grannies. Under the gift's power, the ants turn into cannibalistic demons and proceed to eat up all of their guests. Why is it called Rabid Grannies if it's ants who are doing it? Should it be called Rabid Ants? Well. <laughs> No, yeah, maybe. Rabbit maybe there's already a film called Rabbit Ants. Yeah, maybe. Maybe the um, the grandmas to someone. Probably, yeah, but yeah, okay. The synopsis is older. Funny, though. It is, uh, yeah. Okay. What does that make you think, though? Does that make you think I might be mixed up in my own <laughs> bullshit? <laughs> it makes me think of picnics. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 That's interesting. Okay, I'll think about that. Next film. Attack of the Adult Babies. <laughs> When two teenagers I think are forced I've seen to this on Panorama. <laughs> when two teenagers are forced to break into a manor to steal documents, they discover high-powered middle-aged men taking refuge from the stresses no, to, to of daily life. Documents, just documents. Just documents. That's, that's just okay. Just, we're going to steal some documents from the stresses of daily life by dressing in nappies and indulging their every perverse nursery whim. Then it gets really weird. So I just say whim again. Whim. Whim. Cool whim. Why you What do you think? Say that again. Sorry. Cool whim. They're they're, uh, they're dressed as babies to steal a document. Yeah. Why are they dressed as babies? No, they, they go. The two teenagers are forced to break into a manor. Are forced. Okay. Yeah, to steal documents. Right. And they discover these middle-aged men that are taking refuge, dressed as babies. Right. So they discover men and then dressed as babies. Yes. And, and then they're being naughty, and then it gets really weird. And then things get weird. It's not very descriptive, is it? That could, that could go anywhere. That could, yeah. that could be like a comedy, that could be a horror. Do you think that's down to my lack of knowledge? That could be your lack of creativity to go under there, I think, okay. maybe, possibly. That sounds more like you than the first one did, I think. Okay. So. Because you've got, you've got a nice. You've got a, you've had an adult baby in your band. Yes. So. But I've also had a granny. <laughs> you do, yes. So it is a fetish. Do you like where I'm going? <laughs> Are these all just working man character based so films? <laughs> Who knows? Okay. Next one. Mm-hmm. 
a porn star in New York. Pla- I can already. Yeah. <laughs> Plagued by childhood traumas, Jean Deschamp escapes the clutches of his family's depravities and escapes to America. Jean tries to make a new life for himself in New York, but in the big city he struggles to find work and falls into a deep depression. A chance meeting at a local dive of a pornography director starts a new venture for Jean as he relives his traumas all over again, but through the adult entertainment industry. Incest, cannibalism and the occult propel Jean's films into the underground spotlight, but when his family hear of his success and decide to pursue him, Jean struggles to decipher fiction from reality. That does sound like a real film. That does. It does. I'd probably watch it. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I, I can imagine that being a film. So, which ones so. did you like to start with? Which is your favourite? <laughs> the, well, the last one probably seems like the best film of the three. Right. It seems like the most interesting. Of I'd, the three. I'd watch that. Yeah. I'd watch yeah. it. The first yeah. two I wouldn't go near with like a twelve foot barge pole. But <laughs> 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 you're looking insulted by that. So. <laughs> that third one. <laughs> yeah. So which one is it called? Jean Beljean. <laughs> Jean Belend. <laughs> so which do you think is the one I've made up? And which do you think? I'm gonna go for the second one. I think, you think I've made up the second one. One. Yeah. You Ooh, think I've made up? Raging. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Would it interest you to tell you that the third one was made up? Are you being honest? I'll be honest. Wow. I should be a director. You should. Yeah. Technically, <laughs> they're all made up. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Funnily. Probably <laughs> the second one, Attack of the Giant Babies, Adult Babies, yeah. we went to the same school as him. What? Dominic Brunt from Emmerdale. Paddy. Oh, he's in it? He's a director. Oh he's, he directs films. Oh, yeah. What? My dad went to school with him. I don't believe it. Attack of the Giant Babies, he's got uh, Adult Babies, he's got quite a few weird films. What I mean. Yeah, so there you go. There's was that, was that like a horror or what was that? <laughs> It's like a weird. Yeah. Uh, there's one on Amazon called Incest. I think it's inbred. Inbred. It's called. <laughs> I think it's that sort of. Pretty much the same thing. It's like it's like the Dingles. Yeah. On, on oh, film. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. Well, yeah. I'm surprised by that. Yeah. So that's two films that you've been quite. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I think. <laughs> I think you should make them. Well, I'm sure. Not just. Uh, <laughs> Butter me up, <laughs> butter me up and stick me in the pan. Yeah, no, I think is you that your next film? Well, <laughs> you've, yeah, you've, got a, you've got a promising career. I think yeah, you've yeah. got a chance to be made, Jamie, out of three. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've had a few now. People have said, yeah, come here. <laughs> so, Afi, have we got um, a sort of... Some current events. Some current events. Just get your little laptop and... Uh, I've got my computer, so... Get on your do for it. While Afi's having a search, <laughs> have you noticed any news articles this week? That, I've been avoiding the news like well again I just get angry mm. a lot when I start watching the news yeah the stupidity and lack of news yeah and at the beginning of lockdown I was doom scrolling like mm. fuck I did a picture on that particular subject and then stopped watching the news mm. we've had a bad time though haven't we for, yeah. for politics and stuff for a long long time now I think because of that, because I'm, I don't like watching the news either. So in this segment, we don't really look at the big news stories. Good. No. We yeah. just look at the tiny, little, insignificant, weird stories oh, that no one cares. Like a, a meanwhile. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Quarantine while. Around the world. Yes. Yeah. So very lighthearted, just weird stories. So the first one: uh, coin removed from man's nose after being stuck for more than fifty years. Wow. What coin? It was, I'll tell you right now, so... <laughs> Not the threatening bit. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to bit. struggle with that one, threatening bit up your snout. So this one, so a 59-year-old unnamed, unnamed Russian man was aged just six when he wedged the money into his right nostril. How do you get a coin up your nose? 
and extends. Seems, I've seen bigger things put in orifices before. <laughs> no, it's like, it's, it's, yeah. Here we go. It's quite a small, it's quite a small hole. Supposedly, if you forced it up a bit, you could do it. You mean he wanted to? Yeah, that's true. Some kids were stuck. Coin, though. Coin? I've heard of crayon. Yeah, I hope so. Not the old one. I know, I was just going to say. So, the man apparently managed to live for the next 50 years unimpeded by the blockage until recently started complaining he couldn't breathe in the right nostril. Um, So, he went there and it showed that he had an unexpected object, obviously, in the nasal passage. It's called rhinoliths. Oh. Rhinoliths, are they called, they're, sorry, they're stones in the nasal cavity and they formed around the coin, which is why he couldn't read. So we've learned something new. So he forgot that he put a coin up his nose. He forgot, yeah, he just put it up there and just forgot. It's not something I'd forget. No, no. It's, it's only when stones developed around, <laughs> when no stones On that subject, around. my daughter had these beads that she used to make. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. <laughs> she, she made bracelets. Right, <laughs> okay. I'm uh, in the kitchen with Lauren. She comes running in. She goes, Mummy, Daddy. I'm like, what? She goes, uh, I've done something stupid. I'm like, what have you done? She's like, there's a bead up my nose. I'm like, what do you mean there's a it's bead? It's a nasal bead. bead. <laughs> and I said, why have you put a bead up your nose? And she goes, I wanted to see what it smelled like. I'm like, the plastic you meant We had to go to the hospital. She had to get knocked out. That is and then quite moved. Yeah. That is quite a, a good good answer though. Yeah. Why did you put it up? I wanted to smell it. Yeah. So we've still kept we kept it in a little jar for when she brings boyfriends on when she's older. So this is what she's like. The Russian guy just wanted change. <laughs> I'll tell you what the coin was. Can you guess what the coin was? Fifty rubles. No, that was fifty rubles. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone take it? Ten rubles. It wasn't ten rubles. So the money, uh, it was a Soviet one kopeck coin. And it was worth a penny at the time. But this is this is when the USSR was still around. Well, it did he make any money off it? I, I don't know. It, it had it's one that had a hammering sickle design. Oh. But apparently the nose stones have gotten rid of this. You, have sickle, you can't see it anymore. So oh. you can't just that's a good top, uh, thing. If you ever so. want to keep a, a, an important coin safe, don't put it up your nose because it'll ruin it. That's it. But so we've learned something. So that's <laughs> <laughs> that's that stone uh, story. Stone. <laughs> Right, so second story. Uh, pilots use jet to draw penis in the sky in support of masturbating footballer. Whoa! That's a lot of fucking... It's a lot of information. You just hit me with a lot of information there, I think. What footballer? Does anybody... Right, do we want to take a guess at what footballer it was? I don't know football. I don't know who really I don't know football either, so... You look like Jamie Vardy. You can see his face. You can see his face there. So, let's have a look. Two pilots are under investigation for allegedly manoeuvring their passenger jet through the air so that it drew the shape of a penis in the sky. That's, that's talent. No, it's oh, it's a Russian. It's Russian. Russia again. Oh. It's a Russian football Somebody team. Somebody slipped him 50 rubles. You get him a one coin. <laughs> um, the same guy. <laughs> I'm trying to find out who the guy was, what the name of the footballer is. So, two pilots drove a plane through the sky, made the shape of a penis because he wanks. Yes, because he wanks. I don't. Yeah, this. Like, I'm sure they could do is that. Is this when he has a. Goal or? Yeah, does he score and then bank? <laughs> does he score and then score? Yeah! <laughs> that is a, yes, that is, that's a good celebration of people. Shorts down! down. Come on. Fucking Go on, guys! Out. Everyone jumps on him and he's just yeah. like, You don't stop until you finish. <laughs> bang goes the dynamite. <laughs> oh, very interesting. Um, can't find his name. I can't find his name. I, I don't know why he was masturbating either. It doesn't really tell you the whole story, which is a bit no. annoying. Maybe we'll have to uh, research that. I'm not going to. No. I, <laughs> Oh, isn't it? His name was Artem Juba. 
Artem oh, Zuba. Wait a minute. I've never he plays heard. for FC. <laughs> he plays for FC Zenit Saint Petersburg. Right. So that's who he plays for, and he apparently wanks. This is a strange thing to do, isn't it? Why would, why would you do that? You got a nice story about wanking, haven't you? It's One cool, friends. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went with someone and. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We were driving home over there and we were just crying with laughter because he was telling me this story about he was sat on the settee and his missus was upstairs asleep or whatever and he had his headphones on full blast watching a point and the door is wide open and he's just fucking giving it down. <laughs> Pants are right down by ankles. Couldn't be in a worse fucking position. And she goes, what are you doing? <laughs> he goes, he's never been caught before, he said. And he's like, I'm having a wank. <laughs> She starts crying. <laughs> she goes and leaves the house and comes back the next day. Obviously, when her friends have told her men wank. And then we're all okay. Something that men do, apparently. Yeah, men do wank. It's stranger. Did you hear about that uh, urban myth? I think it's an urban myth where there's a guy, because I heard it at school, and um, he's gone to his grandma's. And uh, so he's in his grandma's and she has the house really warm and he goes to bed and then. You know, during the night he wakes up, he's got wood. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Granny's house. <laughs> so he starts, it's like seven in the morning. And, thought, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then after, he'll, oh, and he puts some like uh, dark side of the moon on the subject. I like this sound you're making. Do it to the mic. <laughs> It's like that scene in uh, Toast of London when they, they overdubbed the game set. Like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> anyway, after he's finished, it's like, oh, comes out of it, takes his headphones off, and there's a cup of tea and some biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. Oh, brilliant. What's the next news story? Right, the next story, this is just a headline. Bizarre Jeffrey Epstein alive conspiracy theory. I've heard of this. Sparked after alleged sighting near ranch. Somebody apparently seen Jeffrey Epstein alive. Near ranch dressing or ranch? Yeah. <laughs> it just says near ranch. <laughs> I have heard about this. I don't well, do, know you reckon, do you reckon Epstein is uh, alive or? <sighs> you know, he's rich and people. You could easily People are going to get yeah. in trouble, but I mean, they've got... Um, Show me the body, that's what They've I'm got Jislane, whatever it is. Jislane Maxwell. Yeah, Jislane so, Maxwell, yeah. Same, same with uh, Osama Bin Laden, they didn't have any evidence of his no, death. They, they just chucked him in ocean, didn't they? Yeah. So... It's, uh, I'm just, it's just conspiracy theory after conspiracy theory. I'm getting a bit like, right, not everything can be a conspiracy theory now. Come on, just calm down a bit. Yeah. He was apparently spotted at his ranch in New Mexico. Where oh that's that's apparently where he actually raped and abused his victims as well was there in that same ranch apparently he's been spotted there again why would you go there again though? Have you got his body though? Because he's only dung. Maybe he's a ghost and he just goes. Do you know where he's been he buried? I don't know. Was he not like some unmarked grave or something that they just chucked him in? Because <laughs> the orchard. You want you would, well yeah because obviously if you if people know where he is they're just going to desecrate his grave. What's happening so. to Jislyn? I've no idea. I've not heard from her. She was in the same cell as where he killed himself. I remember that. Well, just Nothing. to rub it in. Yeah. <laughs> you're, going, died, you're going to male prison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So anyway, that's that story. I don't know if that's no. true or not. Uh, this is a nice one. Um, have you heard of China's Iron Crotch Kung Fu? No. So is it, I'll show you a picture of it. Wait a minute, there. wait a minute. Yeah. Is it where they suck the balls up? And they get kicked in the balls and they don't feel it. It's ca- yeah, pretty much. Like, so basically, there's so there's yeah, he stands there like that and goes, <laughs> sucks his balls up into his fucking. Do you know when your balls go up into your? Sorry, yeah. my, my testicles are doing this. 
you know when you put, have your ball have gone up a little bit? Yeah, one Sometimes it can go up yeah. and it's dangerous because yeah. if it gets stuck, you need to have surgery. I know, I just have to push, to push it back down. You never had that. What the fuck? It's like a little pocket for your bollocks. I've had only one of them, not both of them, just one of them. Yeah, just one. And then you go, now I always check. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just every once in a while, I might go. This is the first time they've told me things like this and I feel like a weirdo. <laughs> Go on, tell us about the ball so of basically, this is a kung fu where you have a giant wooden, pe- like a big, like a big a pendulum that like used to strike bells, like big bells. Ooh. And you, you can see a picture of him there. Oh. It's basically that. Wow. And you just basically it still just... doesn't look like he's enjoying it. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll show it, yeah, I'll yeah. show it, I'll put it up on the thingy. So, and you basically just have this pendulum strike you in the, in the bollocks. And you, again, you get kicked in the bollocks and stuff like that and punched in the bollocks. It's called Iron Crotch Kung Fu. Technically though, you don't, because he's sucked him. Yeah, because the bollocks are I, I don't know if he has sucked it in or not. He might just be like, mm, you'd like, fuck just, it up. Just doing it, yeah. That can't be good for your, process, for your bollocks. Uh, it, so it says it requires a steel plate capped, steel plate capped log that swings through the air and smashes into your, your, your bits, basically. Funnily enough, and, I was um, watching Mortal Kombat the other night, and uh, Johnny Cage does that to go. Oh, yeah, well, he does, yeah. Yeah, he does his splits. <laughs> yeah. So uh, apparently, yeah, they want to try and preserve it. I don't know if that's uh, do you a. Do Bruce Lee fought for that? <laughs> Bruce Lee <laughs> went <laughs> against all that. <laughs> Ancient Chinese ritual. Oh, sorry guys. Sorry. Right. Technical put intermission here. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd like to learn like some kind of martial art one day. We've been talking about doing a bit of boxing, haven't we? Yeah, just to incorporate the cardio with yeah, the, yeah. the weights. But I don't think Iron Crotch would be the first one. I think it'd be like quite long on this. Mm. Quite, so, quite, quite long, quite, <laughs> quite there, like, right, at the bottom, <laughs> like, right at the bottom. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I, there's some. There's some weird. I don't think I'd let you kick me in bollocks. No. Have you seen that one where there's a guy and he pretends he's got like energy, like chi energy, and he pushes people? Yeah. I've been watching shitloads of those. Yeah. They come running him and he just goes like that. Steven Seagal does it. <clears throat> Steven Seagal. Have you seen him? No. Steven Seagal. He does this. There's this video of him um, where he's just like he, he looks really disinterested, and there's like 20 people, and he's just like moving one arm, and people oh, are just right. flying about. Yeah. Um, I think he's just. He's just not bothered anymore, no, is it? He's not he bothered. just like I've heard he just like lumbers over to a seat and sits there the whole film. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. I've heard stories that he's a bit of a like he's a fake. Oh yeah. He's a bit like, I'm sure he can do a lot, but I've heard he's a bit of a fake. It's like interview where he's like, who, who's the toughest guy in Hollywood? And he's like, yeah, there's not tough guys in Hollywood. Yeah. He's like fucking. <clears throat> yeah, he's, he's one of them lads, isn't he? So that's more stories. That one. Uh, this one. Um, uh, oh fuck's sake! <coughs> we just turn off my ad blocker for one second. <laughs> Technical difficulties. <clears throat> Let me tell you a little story about myself. <laughs> Man, sorry, we've got <laughs> Man's pet geese come with him to pub wearing special nappies. <laughs> now special nappies. <laughs> what country? This is. Uh, let's see. It might be Russia again. <laughs> let's have a look. No, this is in Leeds. Oh, wow. This is in Leeds. I, I, I like I like this story because I'm a runner and geese are like my biggest enemy. I hate geese because uh, I'm terrified of them. They can't break your arm. They're, well, they're, they're crotch height. Kick them. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. When there's like 10 of them there, just kick especially, them the especially, 
We've got well, big throats. Yeah, you can like grab him, can't you? Just like ring him around. Yeah, you can get small on pillows it. while they're asleep, just suffocate. Because I, I have, I have running on the canal over here. I have been squared up to by oh. a goose protecting its kids. And you live in Clayton, so that's quite strange that it's not a, a, a chav. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, oh. yes, I've been squared up to, and because they're crotch height, it's. Uh, going back to that Iron Kung Fu. Yeah, game. maybe you need to learn I, it then. I, I, maybe I do. Maybe, maybe I need it's to do raised it. in your list. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of geese. I hate them. I, I, I just don't like them. Do you know we go to um, Queens Park in Blackburn for a walk? Yeah. And there's a bit of the trail where there's loads of squirrels, and they square up to you. <laughs> and that's weird because squirrels are usually like squirrels are usually cowards. Yeah, yeah. they like do they like scuttle, not like you. They scuttle, <laughs> yeah, they scuttle towards you. And go, oh, shit, I don't know what he's gonna do. Yeah, like, I'm not scared, but I am a little bit. <laughs> and then they get a flight knife out. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a fucking peach. Yeah. And they start dancing like West Side Story. Can you guess what this guy's name is? Geese. Pete. I think this is Ben from Petrol Bastard. <laughs> I think he's got these geese. He lives in Leeds. I, I'm going to message him later and see. Do you have any geese, Ben? I've got to say that he's got terrible names for these geese. So I just hazard a guess, one each. Uh, Chandler. That's a good name, better than what he's got. Oh. No, it's not Chandler. Thorpe Warble Mangrove. That is a good name. Probably, it's not that. He's named one of them Norbert, oh. and he's named the other one Beep Beep. He's laughing at it. <laughs> our, our sound man is laughing at this. <laughs> fucking terrible. Um, Strange goings on in Leeds. Why, why would you want to bring other pubs up? Oh, they, they must be. Like, if you've got geese, maybe you're allowed to. If you've got, yeah. um, maybe yeah. that's the substantial meal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. So, next story is. Um, Con artists conjure up fake genie to dupe doctor into buying £72,000 Aladdin's lamp. Is it Shazam? What? <laughs> so they call a doctor? This is, um, this is in India. Oh. So, oh, is that? <laughs> oh, a common Indian doctor. Um, <laughs> no, but to be fair, like, most of the doctors I've had have been Indian, and, this is, uh, and this I don't is... like that they've been conned into buying <laughs> lamp. <laughs> I guess it does kind of make a bit more sense because it's a bit more spiritual over there, so it, they they kind of can be a bit more. Because if but if you're a doctor, yeah, that is that is something. You don't want, like yeah. he's. I wouldn't want to go to him. This is this is so that fuck here. I've got warts on my. <laughs> I've got warts on my dick, doctor. Give, give him a run. <laughs> Get the genie out. Um, <laughs> so let's have a look. This is. Uh, let's have a look. Yeah, so they, these two guys, I think it was, they sold him the lamp, promising it would bring health, wealth, and good fortune. The doctor later said that he realised the genie was actually just one of the men in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> it weren't Will Smith, were <laughs> Painted blue. It was simple. That is fucking mental. So, how would you... <laughs> God, we need to start going to India and start dressing up as uh, Jeez, a genie. Seventy-two grand, and someone was dressed up as a genie. I mean, so someone's rubbed it, and he's just gone. Hey, go. <laughs> oh, yeah. what's, what's your wish, lad? Because yeah. <laughs> the altar, like that. Yeah, yeah. in India. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, the men have been arrested now, and they're now in custody. So no, I, they should be allowed I, to get away with they it. They should because, yeah, because that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're dumb enough, genius. <laughs> if you're dumb enough to buy that, then yeah. That is that is my favourite. Yeah, so that's far. why I left it to the end. That's the last. Oh, one. that's the last one. Oh, yeah. so that was by far my favourite. It was one. the best story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yes, that was uh, my weekly weird news. Oh. Have you been? You've been um, 
perusing the web for supernatural beings. No, I've been watching shitloads of YouTube. Ah, really then? <laughs> have you have you watched any videos? No, um, Brunei. <laughs> okay. Brunei and Lilith. What would you do if you saw a ghost? <laughs> have, have, you, have you got any stories from the supernatural realm? Well, I've been thinking about it. Or going crazy, I don't know which one yet. You tell me. <laughs> but like, I was thinking about how in the past, like people look at miracles and ghosts and things like that. So they attribute it to that's a spirit, that's a, a god, that's a thing, but never recategorized modern, in, in modern terms. And then the other thing I've been looking at is uh, quantum physics and quantum theory. And then you start putting pieces. To, so I'm watching quantum YouTube. <laughs> And then ghost YouTube. Two different laptops. Yeah. Like, like, maybe we should recategorize these ghosts. <laughs> okay, okay. But like, for example, superposition. You know, maybe there's something that would have been, like, say, there's an alternative universe, and maybe there's a ghost of what that universe would have been overlaid over mm. the top of ours. I watched something, or I was listening to something, and he, they were upstairs. And it was about this. Um, they'd gone to this house, and this girl had drowned. This little girl, and they heard um, mummy, like mama, mama, whatever. And they've gone, what the fuck's that? And gone downstairs, and then they've gone down to the bottom of the stairs, and then they've heard stay down. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's weird. Like, I I don't believe in it all, really. I'm not. I'm not a believer. I'm, I'm a what's it called? Skeptic. Skeptic. Yeah. Doofus. But what yeah. Yeah, <laughs> primarily? <Bullies. laughs> and, and the, uh, what they said was they put it down to like an imprint on the building or on the space. So like something's happened that's really bad, and it's sort of printed itself. Well, there have been there have been um, stories, legitimate stories. Uh, of when builders have gone into a wall and it's almost trapped the sound. Right. And why shouldn't it? Well, you know, yeah, I suppose. It's, but does sound not just go in and... Well, it, I mean, <clears throat> what is sound? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's difficult for me, because, like, if you go into somewhere and it's haunted, and you think oh, it's haunted, your mind's in overdrive. Or you go to a place oh, where it's dark. And there's yeah. a here. And yeah. <laughs> but I mean, they caught these on tape. Whether they doctored them afterwards is obviously another thing. I think sometimes, I mean, I'm watching some of them going, oh, bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm watching others and going, they didn't know that was happening. You there's, sent me one where there's yeah. a piano playing. Yeah. That were weird. Yeah, it's because like, you to get I, I don't know if you know how pianos work but they've got strings at the back and the keys are only pressed hit, if you yeah, press them yeah. but the keys are going down and there's they, no way they, to really and do they that. were genuinely shitting themselves they screamed yeah down, and the piano was closed at the back and, and they, they started, hear it. well they were upstairs <clears throat> uh, I there, should, there must be a way not to do that there no, might no, be I mean they're self-playing pianos yeah, but they've usually got the sheet music <laughs> and the paper going down where it, Dynamo Dynamo, yeah, Dynamo. Dynamo. Yeah. I mean it could be but they genuinely seem terrifying. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it's, it's even very good acting. I mean, but it goes back to you're in a scary place. It's very easy to be scared, isn't it? That's yeah. If nothing happens, you hear creaks and stuff. Because like some of them go, "Did you hear that tap?" Yeah. I think that's settled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're in a fucking abandoned building. Yeah, Come on. Dawn's coming, and obviously things yeah. start creaking. But some and sometimes they pick things up, like they catch things, and you're just like. I'm not sure that it's not real. Would you say you're a believer? 
a Justin believer. <clears throat> um, what I'd say would be, uh, I mean, things have happened to me as well that are unexplainable. Me too, even though I'm skeptic. Right, but <clears throat> maybe it's the way we think of whatever it is. Because there's an interesting novel called uh, it's Flat World or Flat Land, anyway. Flat Land, yeah. Yeah. So basically, what it is, you've got these two-dimensional beings, and they exist on a plane like this. And they go into the houses, which are flat, and they go to school, they're all flat, and these people are all flat. And then a 3D object enters the, the world. <clears throat> now, they can't see this 3D object until it passes through the plane. The plane. Mm. But they don't perceive it as a 3D object. No. They perceive they it slice. as a flat yeah. slice. Yeah, because that's all they can perceive. Moving. So they, they've seen this, what's this slice, then then suddenly disappears. Mm. Yeah. So I suppose that could come to UFOs, ghosts, all sorts Everything, of... Everything, because I think, especially now, when you, you're finding so much about the universe and how things work, and, you know, we're having to rethink all these old ideas, and mm. maybe it's kind of something like that, where it's... So you're not really a sceptic, you're more of a... bringing these ideas that have been in the past and sort of shining a new light on yeah. them scientifically, maybe. Yeah. 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 Are you of that? I'm sceptic, yeah. I don't believe in any... Spiritual, spiritual no. theory, like you, don't, so, you think when you're dead, you're dead? Yeah, I think when you're dead, you're dead. I think there's, oh God. I think there's, there's a perfectly, I think we don't understand it, but there is, yeah, that's there's what an explanation, yeah, but yeah. I, I don't think. But, but another thing occurred to me is, what is consciousness? <clears throat> and what makes us individual? They've been talking about what that happens AI, to that they? afterwards? Do you, does it just completely go, or is the essence of whatever it was? Well, generally, do energies don't energy. disappear, do they? Exactly. They always transform. Mm. So, so I'm, I'm thinking, like, maybe where's this energy go? Mm. But I'm not saying the ghosts or anything. I'm just saying what happens. Mm. Uh, I guess people have been asking that for years. Or do you think maybe the energies of your conscious live through other people and it gets passed on? I think the passing on is more like genealogical. It's, it's mm. more like if you look at the coding of uh, DNA or beyond DNA, you look at things that are already installed in there, like uh, hunter-gatherer, yeah. sex, things like that. You just don't instinctively know about these mm. things. And there's no reason why memory and things like that couldn't be encoded as well. Carried on from... I mean, it kind of is in some animals, like with birds, migration, yeah. migratory birds, that the path from one country to another is like imprinted in their brain. Exactly. So maybe, maybe like when you regret, you go into regression, regression <coughs> hypnosis, you're actually seeing memories from your ancestors. Mm. Like that's what phobias are as well. Like yeah. fear of spiders or snakes yeah. is imprinted in your brain. That exactly. I should be scared of this animal or this thing. Yeah. So that's clouds. Yeah. I'm gonna add a stupid thing into this because that's what I was good at. Yeah. Do you know when you're young? <laughs> Yes. And someone else yawns. Yes. What the fuck's all that about? It's empathy. Yeah, empathy. Yeah. Empathy. Yeah. Ah, oh, didn't think of it. Like and they that. actually, they, it's a trick that they use to see if you're a psychopath as well. Mm. It's a basic yeah, of course, trick. Yeah. So they'll pretend to yawn. It's the way, like, if you're if you go to a country where somebody's speaking a different accent, you'll pick up that accent just to be sympathetic towards them. Yeah. So people will kind of yeah. Because my cousin moved accent. to Liverpool. Yeah. She comes back. She's like, yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah. What was Because like. People who go to Australia, they'll come to America, they'll pick up an American accent. But if they talk to an Australian, then they'll revert back to their Australian accent. Australian. I, don't, I don't do that. No. Well, my cousin doesn't. She does little slips. Because I've got my sister. My sister, used, she went to uni down south, and she's pretty much lived down south all her life after that. And she's got really like a, a southern accent now. Oh. She doesn't talk like northern. No. So it happens. People want to just mimic 
other humans to... Well, I suppose we're all sheep at the end of the day, aren't we? Yeah, so, pretty much. Just, uh... Well, no, this is the interesting thing about <clears throat> humans. We're pack animals, mm. really. Mm. Yeah. But we think we're all individuals. Yeah. And it's a... I think there's a conflict between those two things yeah. constantly. Definitely in America, that's the biggest yeah. conflict because we are, like I say, we are herd animals, but there's a desperate individuality within each American person. Yeah. But there's and a desperate it's, need. It's in conflict. That's why there's so much yeah. conflict there because we're not individual. We need other people. Why is it always because they're like, oh, look at me, darling, yeah. I'm a star. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, my rights. This is my, my. Yeah. What I know about Americans is they're very good at talking. Uh, even the brain dead ones, like they'll come on camera and they'll be like, I saw a special aircraft, it was uh, like longitude 70. But like, they talk yeah, to be like that. Yeah. Right? Okay. It, from an early age, they're taught to speak up. Mm. And we're not, we're more reserved. Well, it should be doing. You, see, you see the opposite, which is yeah. in Japan, which is like a collectivist society. Um, and I guess, yeah, they, they do kind of. Um, there's a saying in Japan which is uh, the, the nail that sticks out gets hammered down so they don't want you to stand yeah, out for that yeah, yeah. so it is there is a bit of a I guess there's two extremes isn't it really America and Japan are the two extremes you've got to try and find a place in the middle where you can have yeah. the individuality but still rely on each other and I, I don't know if there's a place that really exemplifies that I don't know I don't think there is because I mean maybe Scandinavian countries I don't know I love Humans Scandinavian countries instinctively mm. yeah. I think if I had to move somewhere and live permanently, it would be a Scandinavian country. Yeah, yeah I, think so. I think their ideals and their morals. I think are the closest to it. I don't think. Yeah. 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 So. Mm. Well, I think we've had a nice little chat today, haven't we? <laughs> it's been lovely in this That's room, been, yeah. and uh, we will be having a guest on next week. Yes. I will find one. Unfortunately, we couldn't have Johnny on. Um, I think he's working or something mm. like that, because um, obviously it's coming up to Christmas, so yeah. we're all skinned. Um, but we will have a guest on, and hopefully we'll have some sort of performance for you. Um, probably stick some music in between here, some local stuff, and get something from someone. Yeah. And uh, I hope you've enjoyed listening to our bullshit. Episode um, one. Episode <laughs> one. <laughs> the, the, finally, in storm. Yes. I yeah. just want to thank Luco, the sound man. Thank you very much. Luco. And I want to thank Afi and David for being here with this uh, silly bald man. Yes. And uh, it's been lovely chatting to you, gentlemen. Thank you, yourself, yes. I shall see you both next week. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.